what's poppin'? I'm PJ. Welcome, I'm Whitney. Thanks for joining us for our mostly awkward, slightly social podcast. This week's episode is about dating apps. The new dating of the world, dating apps. And the reason we wanted this to be our first episode is why. So we met on one. Tinder. Good old frickin' Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yep, we met on Tinder. Been together almost three years. Crazy three years. Yep. So... So why'd you go to a dating app to find a date? So let's see. Okay, first of all, who said I went there to find a date? But... So I was single for what? Let's three years, almost three years, something like that. And I was just bored and I wanted something fun and I knew that people did dating apps. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. Not that I haven't done a dating app in the past because I have, but they're always something for me that are short lived. Like they die out pretty fast. I don't say that in a negative way, but I'm not a huge people person. So me, you know, going around and you have to talk to a whole bunch of people. I know it's on the other side of a phone, but I'm still a very awkward person. I'm still private in a sense. I stay in my bubble. So getting on Tinder, at first, it's, I had no, what am I here for? I didn't, there was no like end result that I needed to come out of it. I just went on there to go see what's it about. You know, now that I feel like I got myself back into a place where I was good, And I was, you know, good with being by myself, good with being alone. I was content and I was happy. I felt like I was strong enough to go out and venture behind a phone because bar scenes, obviously not my thing. Clubs, not my thing. I'm not out and about. When I was younger, I thought I'm going to be one of those people that's going to walk into a grocery store. I'm going to move the can of peas. And on the other end of that, I was going to be the love of my life. And then it's like I order all my stuff on Amazon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't go out in public. So anyway, so Tinder, I just went on there. You know, you do your swipe and oh my gosh, that's fun. So when someone likes you, are like, oh, I'm cool. And then you start talking to people. And then when you start talking to people, you kind of get an idea of what place you put them in. Do you put them in a place that you can just shoot the crap with? And just talk back and forth and there's someone to kind of fill your day to talk to and it ends there. Or is it someone that you can maybe up the ante and talk to a little bit more, not relationship, what's the right word? Situationship? Well, you can talk to them on that level that there's some people you talk to, it's just like a friendly vibe. Like a pen pal? No, I feel like a pen pal would be more, well... Depends on what kind of pen pal. Or like in person. (laughs) No, I just mean in a way where you, some people you just have friendly banter. Yeah. Then other people you might escalate a little bit more of what you're willing to share and what you're willing to say. And if there's like an intimate type conversation, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Or, you know, you catch their vibe. What are they there for? Are they cool with just, you know, chit chatting or they want to chit chat for it to grow into something more or do they want the immediate chit chat hi how are you do you want to meet tonight do you know what i mean yeah. so you could catch a vibe so 
my original vibe with you. I did, I'm sure I told you. I think we both told each other. Okay. Like, my original vibe, when I started talking to you, I was like, I don't think I've ever spoken, or I guess texted in this case, a man that I can have a full-blown conversation, a back and forth, that I will say something, and it could be five paragraphs, and your response will be in five paragraphs. And it's not just gibberish. There's meaning or good content behind what you're saying. So for me, that was the initial because, again, I didn't have an end result of what it needed to be. So that's my, in a nutshell, my Tinder. So Mine was kind of similar. I was about a year single, divorced, and it was like during like peak COVID, Everything was closed. I don't really go to bars anyway, but that's what I would have did if I was looking for somebody. But there was none of that going on. It was still masked up, everything shut down type stuff. So I'm like, how am I going to find somebody? <laughs> and I wasn't really looking for a relationship. I was looking for a friend with benefits. That was my goal. I was a, a girl dad. I had my girls full time. I didn't have time for anybody else really. But... As a human, I got needs. So that's what I was looking for. And then, <laughs> I stumbled upon Whitney. Oh, she is cute. <laughs> and I paid, I paid for the, I think it was called gold membership or whatever. I paid so that you can see who likes you. <laughs> I did not do that. I did not pay. It was just exciting when somebody's like, you match with such and such. So, you know, I saw her. She was cute. I liked the pictures and stuff. I didn't even say anything to her right away. I was talking to a few other people, weirdos, like really weird people. <laughs> I never met them. It never got anywhere. But I, it was interesting how weird these people were. And then once that was over with, I went in to see who liked me. And I picked her out of the pictures because she was the cutest. <laughs> and started a conversation. And then... To go from there, and that was it, you know. Yeah, but how long? At, it was probably like a month, though. It could have been a month. Wait, until we st met, or until yeah, 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 after we matched and started talking. No, 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 because I don't know anything about that. Like, I didn't pay gold membership. Okay, it might have been like two weeks, maybe. So basically, you swiped after on we me matched. first. I don't know who swiped on who first, but I can, I can see who who I matched with. Yeah, but on Tinder, whoever swipes, and then if, once the second person swipes, then that, then it's like, bah, 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 you match. Yeah. So if you pay gold membership, do you get this, all your likes are on there, and then if they like you back, does that show you on the gold membership, or it shows you who likes you and who you matched with? Mine only, there was different tiers, and it might be different now, it was like three years ago, but the tier I had was you could just see who you matched with. It didn't tell you who who liked who first, like who swiped up first. Because oh, I whatnot. really would need to know that. Can we contact Tinder? I, I think I deleted my account. Like I don't think there's no access I to it. I don't have a Tinder. <laughs> I deleted the account. But no, I meant just to see. I want to know who liked who first. I mean, that'd be cool to know, but I don't I don't think we're ever going to get that kind of information. Mm. But we Do you still match. remember all my pictures that were on Tinder? I remember you your pictures one. clearly. I remember yours. You only had one. 
you were with your friends and one sitting um, standing in front of Lisa's stairs. You were sit, sitting in your car with another one. It was like super filtered. You could oh, tell. I had my... Get off me, bro. <laughs> I had the my tie-dye shirt. My hair was all straight and I had my makeup on. I don't think it was super filtered. That one was. <sighs> but you can tell because the other pictures weren't super filtered. Well, it was still cute. So it wasn't though. like you were really hiding anything. But... but my face was still cute. Yeah, of course. Okay. And you had one showing your butt in them tight pants, I think, in front of your mirror in your room. And my leggings. Yeah. And now leggings are it. And I think that was about it. You didn't have too many pictures. You no. I think yeah. I only had one picture. You only not think you had one picture. It was just of your face, and I think your hoodie was half up. I had a picture and a long-ass, like, bio, like, explaining exactly what I don't want or what, and what I do want. They do want to know what's crazy. Did you read it? Yeah, I would have read it. Okay. I absolutely would have read it. I'm very... That matters. Yeah. Because here's the thing, though. This is the truth. I love you. But if in that speech or in that photo, because people did have them in their photos, it's so crazy because this is this is crazy. But if in your bio mm -hmm. or if in your picture you had a picture or a word cat, <laughs> I would have never swiped on you. Oh, shit. Absolutely not. Yeah, because no. to me, I'm like, I'm allergic to cats. I can't be around someone that is going to have cat hair all over them. Mm -hmm. I'll die. There's nothing in this life, I'm sorry, that is worth, like, you know what I mean? Just chilling so you can end up dead. Like, well, you know, I guess that's for a murder show, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just not, if you would, because there are people that have their, like, cats. There was yeah. a lot of dudes with cats. There was a lot of girls with cats, too, and the, the cats were, like, a major part of their life. It was like their kid. But that's what I'm saying. If, if you would have... And here's the thing, so I didn't elaborate. So he has cats, everybody. <laughs> he has cats. He is a cat person. I am a dog person. Now, we did get a dog probably, what, like a year? No, like eight, Less six months, eight year, months yeah. after we were together. So we do have a dog at my house. Well, we have two dogs, but one of them is his baby. The other one's... The other one we got together... Yeah. The other one has been around for years before I came around, but he loves me the most. There's some things he likes about you. <laughs> He's gay. He <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so now we're going to kind of go through maybe some other experiences. Because for me, I feel like when it comes to Tinder, I don't know if you have to put out your expectations but I think it's tricky because if you put like you I definitely feel like you should put your exp your expectations either in your bio or within you know the first couple of conversations right but so I guess that still leaves it open if you keep it very cut and dry like I'm looking for a one night stand or I'm looking for a bang buddy, then the person on the other side should take it as such and then move accordingly if they're in for that or if they're not. And in our case, if it went further, cool. But don't ever say they are in for more than you're, I guess, you're willing to give. Yeah, pretty much. Like you can develop more than what you was expecting. But... Right. So you're saying probably better 
just start with small. If that if that's what you're really looking for when you're setting up your profile. Some people are on there actually looking for long-term, love, committed, serious relationships off the bat. And like they ain't even trying to entertain anybody that's just there for fun. Yeah, but I don't that's still tricky too. Because I feel like if you're looking for a long-term relationship and the other person has a long-term relationship, obviously it doesn't mean you're meant for each other just because you match. But then I think it opens it up that people get their feelings hurt because at the end of the day, we're all human. So then they're like, I was here looking for a long-term relationship and this guy said he was too, but he's a dick. And it's like, well, it doesn't mean you're meant for each other. It just means that you both potentially want to end up with someone possibly on Tinder for the long haul. So we have one that we found because we were looking on Reddit for Tinder stories that we're definitely going to read because PJ said he definitely has opinions on it. <laughs> it's not too long. So the title is a guy I matched with and talked to for hours blocked me out of the blue. And the thing is, we proofread this. And now that I'm seeing in the title, it says we talked for hours. By the way that they typed it up, you would think they already had some kind of a higher level than a few hours. Yeah. Okay. So this person is upset that they got blocked and they're very confused. But then again, remember the title says talk to for hours. Okay. I don't expect anyone to tell me why this happened, but I just wanted to release some of my frustration here. We matched on Tinder and basically had the best conversations and really good rapport. He was intelligent and cute and so refreshingly funny. And he kept showering me with compliments. Even the night before he blocked me on WhatsApp, he was super sweet and called me sweetie as he wished me good night. Then I tried following him on Instagram and he blocked me there too. This has never happened to me before so I can't understand for the life of me or even faintly expect this would happen. Has it happened to anyone before? Did the guy come back to offer an explanation? There was absolutely no indication there was something wrong. I am feeling so confused and lost. We have not met in real life, but I felt there was a connection there. But apparently I was wrong. I live in Vietnam, and he said he would be coming and potentially moving to Vietnam in three weeks and staying for at least six weeks. I have to say this really made me lose hope in humanity. So, again, can we just go back to talk to for hours? Yeah, and then losing hope in humanity over that? But talk to for hours, and someone told you they were going to come move to Vietnam, or come to Vietnam. Well, they said moving to Vietnam in three weeks and staying for at least six weeks. I'm not moving anywhere that I'm, I'm not going to say moving if it's six weeks. This isn't the guy that was in Fort Benning, right? No, that was a different one. Okay, all right. Okay, so you can go, well, here's the, okay, so here's the thing, too. Again, I always go with we're all human. Because I know I'm an emotion, there's some times where I am a stone cold bitch. I do not care at all. Anyone, anything, don't care. But there's other times that I'm super emotional and I do take things very personally. But is there a different level of taking things personally when you are saying you talk to someone for hours? And basically I'm reading into this like this person was falling in love. Yeah. I didn't... Really fast. Okay. All right. <laughs> so go ahead. What's your opinion? My opinion is she got ghosted. And it's not always a bad thing because it happened to me on Tinder and I did it to other people on Tinder. Like sometimes the conversation could be going great, but you don't know who else they're talking to that had they're having better conversations with or they just 
their chemistry's better. Me personally, I don't know how to just tell a girl, like, listen, like, even though our conversation is great, this other person's conversation is better, so we're done here. That, that, I, I just couldn't do that. And I'm pretty sure other, that's happened to me too. So I just ghost you, I block you, or just stop talking to you. Like, anybody I was talking to, once I started talking to Whitney, they got ghosted. Like, they just became a non-factor in my life. I didn't feel like I owed them an explanation. You're on an app and it with a sea of a whole bunch of other people to talk to also. Now, I know that could probably hurt your feelings, but it ain't nothing to lose hope and humanity over. So it's like put hurt into one, but it's out of respect for another. Pretty much, yeah. Which I get because there would be people on Tinder that I was talking to. There wasn't like an escalation. But you talk to consistently, so you form... Whatever level it is, you still form a bond. But the same thing, when I started talking to you more than when we like carried over to texting and things like that, I literally just didn't respond to people anymore. And then if they hit me up later, which those were those times, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I met someone or I'm in, now in a relationship, you know, gots to go. And then I'd go and block them. Because to me, I didn't even block. I literally just stopped answering so then if even if it was like a month or two down the line, they tried to reach out to me, I just was like, sorry, you know, because for me, I still didn't want, I guess, the ghosting part. In a sense, I ghosted because I ignored them. But I offered up when they reached out to me, I offered up a reason to why I'm sorry, I'm in a relationship now, or I'm talking to someone that is going to go further. So out of respect for them. I, I, you know, I won't, this will be my last response. And then I would just go block them because I don't want to do back and forth of, yeah. but this, but that, I will give you an explanation when you come to me for it. So I guess I ghosted in a sense, but then if they came back, basically said, why, where have you been? Or I haven't heard from you. Then I was like, this is why. But then I blocked because I don't, I'm not going to continue conversation in any yeah. manner you're you know i gave you the reason why do with that as you will move on with your life more power to you so i didn't have that problem because i didn't give out like other ways to contact me other than tinder to anybody else like i didn't get to that level on tinder with anybody else yet that was my first time on tinder so once we took it to snapchat because i remember I either i asked for your number or like the number situation came up and you were like, here's my Snapchat instead. Because who wants to give out their phone number to a whole bunch of people then you have, yeah. you know what I mean? So like once we took it to Snapchat, I don't think I went back on Tinder after that. Well, I had, I remember one experience and it actually even ran into the first night that we met. I don't even know if you noticed, but. No. So there was someone on Tinder and their first name is my last name. So even when I didn't, I stopped talking to them, they found me oh, on Messenger. And then the night actually we were met up in the hotel room, he kept calling, my, my phone kept going off. And I went to the bathroom to block him because it was nonstop calling, hang up, not calling, hang up, calling, hang up, calling, hang up. So I actually went to the bathroom and so that I could block him and like still be respectful to you and not be, and I guess be disrespectful to him, but that was just, 
It was one of those ones you could tell. Like that one you were reading, the Snapchat, we was like, smile because I told you to. It was one of those people. Oh, great. So it's like, yeah. yeah, so I didn't talk to him on Tinder, but he found me on Facebook, like Facebook Messenger. Oh, wow. Because again, my last name is his first name. So he already knew my first name. And that was one of those like things. Oh, look, your first name is my last name. So I didn't even have to say what my last name is. You get it. So then he found me on Facebook Messenger and then was messaging me. And so I was like, hold on a second. And so I was not answering. So he just was like doing the call thing. And I kept like hanging up, hanging up, hanging up. I never answered it. So then I went to the bathroom so I could block it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have them type of problems. Yeah. Yeah, but you had weird stuff. No, I had problems on Tinder. Like I had, I, I had some dude that pretended to be a girl and, and it was like, she was like helping him to hook up with me. Like it was weird. I had some, I had one woman like already planning to be like the stepmother to my kids and, and all talking about marriage. This is just conversations on Tinder and you're already talking about that stuff. That's a red flag to me. Like, especially if you read my bio, you know, I ain't looking for that. And they're not going to find you because you don't, you're not going to go giving out your government. Yeah. I don't give out my government name. Like hardly anybody knows my government name. <laughs> But here's the thing, though. So here's how he knew that I was not like a scam. Well, we met up, so you guess you wouldn't know that I was scam that I wasn't a scammer. But what was I gonna say? He knew that I wasn't like gonna come murder him <laughs> because, and my feelings were hurt. I don't know. Maybe that's a mixed review. Maybe other people think that this is absolutely a requirement. In today's age. Oh, I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. So I found out. It might have been like a year later. It, was, it wasn't it was right like away. A, it was a couple of months later. It was not right away, though, that he basically looked me up on, like, criminal websites to make sure that I wasn't going to, like, slash his tires. Which, here's the thing, okay? Here is the thing. Just because someone has not been caught for criminal activity doesn't mean they're not a psycho or going to kill you. So you took all that time to look me up and see if I had any record. What if I've never been caught? Listen. I, I don't know. That's true. Just because you haven't been caught yet don't mean you ain't doing shit. However, it narrows it down because if you have been caught doing some shit like that, I know that party's over here. Like, we ain't, they ain't there's nothing to, I got daughters. I can't be introducing them to all kinds of people. It's a little tricky. You know what I mean? So, depending on charges, like if it was petty theft from a store or something, I, we would probably still would have been talking. But if it would have been any kind of kitty diddling or any type of, you know, <laughs> weird shit like setting fires to stuff, like <laughs> things like that, like no chance. I'm not getting with somebody like that. I don't think anybody would. And, you know, you me, I'm checking your criminal history. In Pennsylvania, you could download the PAE docket and see what anybody's been arrested for. And you can narrow down your 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 creeps <laughs> by searching that. So obviously I didn't, I don't want to say obviously because there's not, but I did not do that. And I am already a very, very awkward person. So the first night that we met, we were walking back. I think we went to go get food. And then we were walking back to our hotel room. No, initially it would have been right when we were going into the room because I yelled I'm scared. The moment that I walked downstairs to meet you at the entrance, and you were walking in with your mask on, you grabbed my arm, stiff, 
Yeah, because I knew it was terrified. It felt. I can't. <laughs> it was like you were so scared. Yeah, but I still felt comfortable enough to grab you because I am not a touchy person. So I still felt comfortable enough to come to you like you were going to be my protector in that moment because it was late. And what if someone came out of their car and tried to kidnap me? So I at least felt like you would protect me. That meetup part is always a gamble because you could have been setting me up to get robbed. Like that's happened to people I know a lot. You always, it's a gamble. It was a gamble for me too. Maybe that's why, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we were walking and going down the long corridor. There was like nobody and it was quiet and it was late and we were about to go in our room and I yelled, I'm scared. (laughs) Yeah. Out loud. That's after sitting at the edge of the bed back to me. On her phone, I guess there was that dude. I thought it was her friends because she said she uh, she had told her friends that she was meeting up with a dude oh, at the I hotel for the first time. So I thought it was just her friends calling and bothering the whole time, checking up on her. No. I, I think one of my kids did call. That I answer, obviously answered that call. No. So when I pulled in the parking lot or was going to the parking lot, I took pictures of the hotel name and sent them to <laughs> two different people in two different locations. Which so, is smart. <laughs> So that part I did cover because I'm like, if anything happens to me, and I think I gave them your real name. I'm like, this is his real name and this is where we are. And here's the thing, though, with your name, there's probably a lot of people with the same name. So no, you probably- but I had to, you know, book the hotel room. So they have my address, my that's name, true. my debit cards. So that's a way to filter that out, too. Okay. Well, <laughs> end of that is... All is well with the world. Neither one well. of us are, I don't want to say crazy, because. I'm not a psychopath killer. Yeah, we're not murderers or serial killers. I'm not a creep or weirdo. I mean, the longer you're together, more of your personality comes out. That's definitely, not just yours, I meant like mine too. That definitely, that's a new, you know, world to navigate. But We're definitely two different people. Two opposites and a lot of things. Not everything, a lot of things. Yes, we are very opposite. But I think our way of thinking, like opinions on the, you know, the world, I guess. We have a lot of relatable little things. Like people, how people live their life or raise their kids or, you know, how you would handle certain situations. I'm more vocal I'm act first, think later. He's more of an observer. Like, he'll sit back and watch and then analyze what's supposed to be his next move. I act first and then think about it later, and that's usually the times that I call him and tell him on the phone, I failed at peopling today (laughs) because this happened, I did this, I reacted this way, I gave this face, I said this thing, and... To him, it probably wouldn't even have been a big deal. Yeah, I, 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 if I don't have to people, I want people. And yeah. the people I have to deal with, I, I deal with them very surgically, very, like I have an agenda. I know what I want out of this conversation and this dealing, and that's what I'm here for. And once it's done, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I can people, but it has to be people that I have a comfort level with, that I'm okay getting in my bubble. If I'm not okay with these people getting in my bubble, we're, yeah. you know, I already have my RBF 
We both have RBFs. What's what's RBF? Resting. Oh yes, yeah. I, I've had a resting bitch face my whole life. If I'm not smiling, I look like I want to kill you. <laughs> but this is where we get. I'm a rambler. I can go. I'm like the dog that's like squirrel. That's me. But moral of the story for us, our opinion, obviously, on Tinder or dating apps in general, because, again, we are not people that are going to go out into the world and seek our partner in whatever aspect that means, where, you know, you go to bars, you go to clubs, you go to more social events, like you're actively looking. We, that is one thing we are the same. We, that is not something that we are or we're going to do. So... Everything's social media, internet, viral. So I don't think finding someone on a dating app is odd. It's not out of the ordinary. It's not strange. It's not weird. I think it's the new, the new way to do things. Yeah, it's it's scary, but you know, so would be someone picking you up at the grocery store or the dog park. You, the end of the day, we still don't know. We we don't know you. It could be somebody you went to high school with. You, you don't, you know, as you get older and you don't know anyone on their, in their quiet private life. So for us, opinion, Tinder, if you want to do it, go for it. Whatever aspect you want to use it for, go for it. Do you. That's what we say. Yeah. And I hope I was... it's always a good outcome. Nothing scary or horrible, obviously. Yeah. But you win some, you lose some. But I don't say give up. Sometimes you have to take a break from things. But I think it's worth it. It's yeah. definitely worth it. And I would suggest be honest in your bio. Because that's like the first thing people are looking at. The pictures are nice, but people also want to know what to expect from you. And how much you're willing to commit. And, and what your expectations are. Just be honest. And you never know what you'll find. You, you might find the love of your life anyway. Either way. But you don't have to stick to that. Yeah. Like, if he would have stuck to he wanted me as his bang buddy, I mean, maybe it would have still worked. It probably and maybe it it, Maybe it wouldn't have progressed anything. Maybe we would have strictly stayed that, and then it would have fizzled out when we were ready to move on from the bang buddy, and that was our agreement. Yeah. But, again, the world is your oyster. Yeah, dating apps are not bad, because we live a county apart from each other. We probably would have never met. No. Without the app. Absolutely not. We never cross paths. So we approve. We approve. I mean, don't gotta be the only way you find dates now. Like don't just stay in your house and expect to find your, the love of your life from the internet. That's what I did. <laughs> you can also go outside, you know, meet people. Have you know, some you don't have to go to life. bars, you can meet people through your siblings and friends of friends and things like that too. But dating apps also work. Add it to your to your weaponry if you're out there in the dating world. All right. I think that's all we have for today. That's it. I ain't got much else to say. (laughs) (laughs) You've maxed out. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast, Dating Apps. Peace.